hello and welcome back to black or couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode of the flash season 8 episode 16 the curious case of bartholomew allen written by thomas pound and jess carson directed by katie lott i actually really like this episode i thought it was poignant uh more poignant than i expected maybe because i am one of those even though i'm not really getting that old but still i can relate and watching those that you love as well getting older it is um quite a relatable topic i thought it was well written as well as well directed there was some very smart choices with the lens katie lots that's from uh that's from legends of tomorrow i just put that together <laughs> oh it's nice that she's being brought in as a director i like that we're putting more females behind the camera i'm always gonna support that this episode i gave a 9.8 out of 10 it was lovely to see david once again like that pretty much was icing already on the cake it's like i'm gonna love it because david's in it also felt like they utilized the cast very well in this episode and they did something that we have been saying and complaining about <laughs> for episodes and seasons on end is that it is okay for cecile to simply ask how are you doing she did not once use her powers in this episode to deduce people's feelings and emotions like she could just look at them and tell that something's going on because that's also allowed and she made a good point of utilizing her powers in this episode of how they could be helpful without us actually needing to see them which also is a plus it also proved that she can be an effective member of the team without needing said powers all the time or being instrumental in taking down the bad guy i have and i think all of the fandom has mixed feelings about cecile because i like the actress i like the character it's just i'm not always happy with the decisions around the characterization that is portrayed episode to episode but i want them to work on it and it to get better and i want it to be just like it was this episode <laughs> where she was the support where joe is usually and we got to see joe have a independent arc of his own and considering that joe is not going to be heavily prominent in season nine we need to know what cecile brings to the scene or <laughs> thus we're all kind of like well we don't really need cecile if joe's not going to be a huge part of the show but this episode said you know here's our counterpoint before we jump into the recap wherever you listen to this podcast podbean stitcher itunes spotify podbean <laughs> said that already <laughs> get out to the rating section leave a comment drop some stars 
leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe you can also send feedback for the flash or any show that i do at blackercouch at gmail.com so we start the episode with a dungeons and dragons game i do not know how to play i'm not particularly interested in learning how to play but if i somehow find myself in that uh situation i'm not gonna turn my nose up at it if that makes sense (laughs) i thought it was adorable that iris was the one that introduced this probably because chester has been stalking her or chuck has been stalking her like come on girl you gotta play you gotta play come on we all need to play this game okay (laughs) i like the family aspect that they have embraced this season more so than they have in previous seasons and i can feel that they are disassociating it would seem uh caitlin's character from that i'm just gonna put this at the top of the hour are we starting to transition into an actual killer frost story arc i know that i heard two years back that eric wallace was a huge fan of killer frost and thought that that character wasn't serviced enough or something to that effect and it feels as if the way caitlin's character is becoming more distant more isolated like this entire episode no one even asked about her (laughs) even though they all lost frost and they all mourned her they all seem to be moving forward and caitlin as a character continues to move further and further backwards um she continues to have loss she continues to not find love she continues to have all of these negative things happened to her in her life and she is stuck there and barry being the one to do what he did at the end of this episode feels as if she's going to become obsessive and she's willing to sacrifice herself and this is how we're going to get the killer frost type of story arc which i'm fine with if they really make her the villain i always maintained before that it wouldn't be smart to reintroduce the storyline because of how close it was but if this is something that they are going to simply dull out until say uh maybe a second or a third graphic novel in season nine i can see that you know being something that is impactful after all this time if it comes down to we might have to take out a friend (laughs) we might have to take out actual family there's also the whole iris missing of it all which is something that is brought up during the game because joe is sitting there as if he cannot be bothered with what is happening and everyone's into it and they ask him what he's gonna do on his term and he's like i need some more liquor for this shit bitch i'm trying to get drunk 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 barry realizing joe is very uncomfortable (laughs) decides to take a break and then they discuss the fact that iris is the one that introduced him to the game and he was just a skeptical but then he grew to love it 
and they discuss the fact that iris is still in the future as nora stated which means that eventually they make their way back to each other and since they have been lost in time before joe has no reason to doubt that and i suppose that's all we're gonna get i will say that is the one part of the story that felt a little weird and awkward because i would have been asking some follow-up questions about dion and why he gave me conflicting information (laughs) i don't know maybe he's just at the point where there's nothing else further i can do and maybe that's fair but it 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 was a weird transition there's no debate especially when we started off the episode with him taking care of several harmless crimes including saving an old woman going across the street while a man is in the car listening to grandma ran over by a reindeer or some shit and then she wants to give him a butterscotch (laughs) like that butterscotch been in that purse for a hundred years absolutely not he then gets back in time to roll the dice then he gets a call and it's from david he is in his uh in his lab they hug it out i was so happy to see david back he's got a case for him there is a stolen gamma ray gun from mercury labs he also (laughs) is amazed to see barry and i that was the lovely part is that barry didn't have to hide his identity he's just like oh you need me to do something he's so giddy about it he runs the information just seeing barry do little little things like his job using the flash powers that's cool to do him at the computer i like the use of his powers in that capacity and david goes i will never get used to that and then they set up a plan of where he most likely is going to be at the waterfront and then he's like well you know what you have to do right now (laughs) and then he runs off and he grabs the papers like i am used to that because i am tired of bending my knees picking up all these fucking papers off the floor because your ass do not come back to do the job for me barry and that is so rude and disrespectful to everybody in their papers to be quite frank so he gets to the waterfront and he quickly finds the van that is harboring the gamma ray gun that has been modified he's confronted by like let me guess you're the bad guy and he is blasted with said gamma ray gun which isn't great for him because when he gets back to star labs he finds out that his insides have aged 30 whole years despite him looking young on the outside inside he is an old man with arthritis high cholesterol diabetes heartburn he's like that's what that is (laughs) and everyone is very concerned about that but barry is like we just gotta find this guy don't worry about it i'm fine however cecile points out that you haven't even tested what your how this has affected your powers i like the fact that they're using gideon this is another bit of me thinking maybe they're phasing caitlin out of the of the picture because gideon seems to do her job just fine (laughs) and that is when he tests his powers 
he's not able to phase unsuccessful he's not able to do windmills and when he runs he immediately runs into the next room and into a wall she's like you need to sit down he's like no i need to find the guy that did this so i'm gonna go check out where he most likely is at he goes the guy is there he looks younger he tells him look i got me something that can hurt the shit out of you so i suggest with your old ass you keep it stepping but he's like no this is not what you want he's like no what i want is in this bag right here and what you need to do is get out of my way but barry does not do this and he is stubborn and thus gets knocked the fuck out i told you what did i tell you didn't i tell you because i told you mm-hmm. and when did i tell you a long time ago and what did i say will happen when i told you exactly what just happened he comes back uh to to star labs and uh, they're not pleased by the fact that he has also aged another 30 years he even got some gray he was more freaked out by the gray than the inside deterioration (laughs) he's looking in the mirror like what the fuck this can't be happening to me and they become even more concerned sometimes it feels as if the team is ineffective but he is the boss so what are you gonna do plus it's not like you can stop him from doing what he wants to do if he wants to do it and no one can talk him down like iris and she is unavailable and so is joe (laughs) joe was in his robe the entire day i don't feel like doing anything i just wanna lay in my bed don't feel like picking up my phone so leave a message at the tone cause today i swear i'm not doing anything Uh, i'm gonna the team are even more angry when gideon says that if he runs once again using his speed he could literally die and he goes that's ever more the reason why we need to find the bad guy and everyone's collective i'll put a whooping on their ass so fast boy was felt on all levels including in my in my veins because i wanted to slap him in his face but i also understood that this is a barry allen trait and it ain't nothing new he is also approached by cecile who asks is something wrong but they had gotten the alert before he eventually opened up to her but that isn't until much later he says that he is going to go to the lab where after identifying the bad guy because i don't remember what his name is barry is gonna go see if he can find some clues about what his objective is at his job cecile says i'm driving and i will be accompanying you once they are there and searching they find a laptop they need to get it back because after a facial recognition goes uh like a unlock your phone facial thing for his laptop is clearly not correct it starts to count down to get rid of the data 
And then Barry says that I have to use my speed to speed us away. Even though that severely concerns Cecile, she goes ahead and acquiesces. However, they end up on the Great Wall of China. <laughs> and Barry has no idea how they got there. But Cecile being, we are a far away from home. They get back to the lab and that's when they have that conversation that no you can't use your speed anymore. <laughs> uh, he says he's going to go to the Starchives. He gives Chester the job of hacking the computer. I will say that Allegra and her little bell bottoms look adorable this episode. Just tossing that out there. And they didn't do anything romantic with him, with the two of them. Like it was just enough. <laughs> so you're two for two in my book. He uh, is seen in the hallway with Cecile now heavily concerned regarding his mental state as she sees him confused. And he is shaking and she finally says no you gotta talk to me and she sits him down and he admits that it's actually he feels every bit like when i run my bones feel like glass he feels like an old man even though he hasn't been letting on and he says he was going into the star archives but he forgot and this is a little you know poignant because a lot of people suffer dementia and that is one of probably one of the worst ways in which one can one mind, one's mind can deteriorate forgetting your friends and family and then your the 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 pain of your family and friends not being able to be recognized by you that's something that's uh definitely hits home for a lot of people i know that's not personally in my family but i know someone else a friend of mine whose grandmother went through that and they have that particular same fear and they also are starting to show signs of it so that that felt real to me and the idea that it's just not his friends and his family's like i'm even forgetting iris and that's someone no matter what the fuck happens i will never forget because she's imprinted on my soul but he also is concerned because he thought he had enough time to to save her but what if she gets back and he doesn't know who she is or worse he runs out of time and dies before she returns like what if the certainty of the future isn't that certainty and thus uh he's terrified and i like that she said you're scaring the rest of us like you're it's not like you to be this stubborn and she admits that you're not the only superhero i saw go through this and she mentions how her grandmother was someone who lived life adventure to adventure inspired her to live life to the fullest because you can't outrun time but you can do something with the time that you have and that's a very very solid message barry decides once the next time that the bad guy shows up that he is going to sacrifice himself because if that's what it means and that's what it takes for him to save people's lives that is what he is committed to doing 
and he can't fear that even if he had a momentary fear of that due to it being so real in that moment and that was also that also felt real because no matter how much you may feel you you've made your peace with death or your incoming or pending death so to speak because we know that eventually this timer runs out for all of us that there are moments that that fear is profound and it gets the better of your judgment and you become a little irrational (laughs) some people they call that their midlife crisis some people continue to live that crisis past their midlife and they never make peace with it and that being the catalyst that can break someone or turn someone evil so to speak that is a that it reminds me of oh what's his name um y'all know who i'm talking about Ah, i cannot i'm gonna remember later on and then i'm gonna be mad (laughs) i'll be so mad but that that continuous uh idea of of death and trying to out run it and how you simply can and and you're going to turn into the villain trying to hold on to something that you need to accept in your life that moves us blood work that's his name i knew i was gonna remember it (laughs) that moves us to the inn where he ages completely but he's able to destroy the machine however it backfires since it not only gave him back his youth he is now one year younger (laughs) he's like how old am i 29 but that means next year we can have a 30th birthday party (laughs) that was so silly (laughs) but i found myself charmed by it and him saying like thank you guys for putting up with me today because that's what you do with your team and he thanks the seal saying you know it really came down to you today being a hero for me or being there for me at least and he says that your grandma would be proud she says i hope i can can be a mentor like she was and he's like you already are and she's like oh barry <laughs> and i think that pretty much wraps up that arc oh they go back to the house <laughs> to play dungeons and dragon and we got joe coming out black gandalf <laughs> and he really said the line i love mac daddy gandalf <laughs> and david still being there we'll get to the david story arc in a minute we're gonna finish up with barry because he gets a call from caitlin's mom who says that I haven't seen my daughter everyone thought that she was staying with her he goes to her apartment realizes that she ain't up to no good and that she stole because there was a robbery right that she stole the the mirror gun and she tries to not only does she say that she wants to do something that sounds rather insane like there's some particles of her still in me and all i have to do is access those particles and split myself it is not a sane plan whatsoever 
<laughs> like it feels as if she's slipping in her mind and then Barry is just like especially when she tried to manipulate him like for five seconds imagine this is your mom or your dad that you can bring back and what she doesn't know and what he doesn't even tell her is that my wife is not here right now the love of my life that i fear could be dead or possibly whatever i'm having to let go or if i had to let go at some point so i'm not even like i get what you're going through but he tells her you cannot move forward or you cannot yeah you cannot move forward if you continue to try to do this this is not what frost would want this is not what she asked of you which was whatever happens never pull away from your friends she's completely slipping into in my mind madness and that that further gap goes when barry after realizing that she tried to pull the low blow card he's like well i'm going to destroy all this <laughs> and him doing that was an awesome effect by the way i mean i loved everything about it but that's some that's some that's that that's that tough love <laughs> that barry could doubt that it felt cruel in that moment but it was like this is for your own good i cannot allow not only can i allow this because you're my friend i can't allow this because this is sounding like some villainous behavior and you have crossed a moral line and it was already crossed beforehand with what your father was doing which y'all never really addressed well actually they did i just may have forgotten it and thus you have this weapon here that you stole i'm taking it <laughs> i thought he was gonna destroy it right in front of her but he's like no we might need this in the future we don't we don't do that but man you're gonna be locked out of the system he gonna take the keys the more you keep pushing the more he's gonna have to put you in your place and that is gonna cause a major divide between these two I'm not sure what that look across DP's face was supposed to be at the end because it was absolutely blank and full of no emotion that could be recognizable. So I guess I'm going to intimate that it was supposed to be fury <laughs> or rage and anger, <laughs> but none of it came through <laughs> no matter how hard the camera tried to make the scene in dramatically. She just did not at all deliver in that performance now let's move over to david and joe after he sends the flash off to do his thing he just straight up walked in joe's house and saw that joe was trying to put a <laughs> robot vacuum cleaner first and foremost i'm with him about jenna doing chores I ain't getting no fucking robot vacuum cleaner. You gonna use the fucking vacuum? I ain't paying three hundred dollars so you can be lazy. You gonna learn today? You gonna learn? I I have a whole. My mom she always like to try to check me on shit 
<laughs> but i'll be sitting here like yeah no i actually do you just say okay because she got over my house she's like what's this i said that's her chore list you see sunday through friday she ever you know sunday through saturday she got chores not every day but on some days she does she washes the dishes she takes out the trash she cleans the bathroom she vacuums this is what she does four or to five times a week she has a chore she goes um see josh and them she makes her do chores i'm like so you try to tell me that your kids don't do chores but you be trying to lecture me about what my kids do that's why nobody listens to you moving on <laughs> i'm right with the whole jenna needs to learn how to do some chores but at the same time you also need to learn how to follow the instructions because that's why your shit broke very quickly david was like we need to go because he was gonna stay and help him out but he's like I-, I can't help you if you're gonna be stubborn and he being just as stubborn as barry is and i like the fact that they mirrored their story arc in this in some ways not completely but in some ways and he says okay let's uh you remember that one case that you had the palmer case he's like yeah i was really good at that case <laughs> something to the fact he's like yeah you stubborn about that fucking case he's had uh picking up what he's putting down so he says time to go get some coffee he's like okay he's like because you need to get the fuck out of this house man that you in that robe is not a good look it's like but you buying don't i always true true that they get to jitters i'm glad that they had cushions and chairs to sit at because that's what i would expect in a coffee house is some cushions with my biscuits i don't eat biscuits but you know what i mean he tell he talks to him about the fact that your problem is not your life or your retirement your problem is you you need to embrace the fact that you are not a cop anymore this is not about putting bad guys away this is not about time passing this is not about change change been happening your whole entire life (laughs) you could say that it's overwhelming and this that and the other thing but you have to you've been assimilating your whole entire life whether you realize it or not but you have you your 20s are not the same as your 30s your 30s are not the same as your 40s your 40s go come with different sentences at your 50s and you're gonna have to keep keeping up and you're gonna have to find different ways to keep up and putting timers on things and having a schedule people need to be more organized anyway because then you won't be so surprised or you know like my mom she just wings a lot of people in my family actually a lot of people i know truly wing shit all the time and i'm like yeah you might want to put some order in there <laughs> just a little bit and then you can i don't know show up promptly but i really like the message that was here is like you you're being stubborn you're being stuck and the reason why you didn't solve the palmer case no matter how good you were it's because you refused to learn the new ccpd computer system <laughs> it's like ain't nothing wrong with my files there wasn't nothing wrong with your files you clearly got the job done and had it done well however think of all the time you could have had if you had just adjusted <laughs> to using the computer system right he says look you had you were a single father 
and then you took in a young boy who was traumatized and you raised him and you raised him to be the flash like joe you raised the most amazing human being on the planet and his power doesn't even come from a bolt of lightning it comes from your parenting bro like you have done more for humanity (laughs) than you will ever be given credit for you need to learn to relax motherfucker enjoy yourself enjoy the time that you have knowing that you have left a mark on this world that cannot be surpassed and uh i love the way he just looked forward taking it in and then he just kicked him and he's like yeah i got you bruh i got you i just loved it i love their friendship i just love david so much so so much and i love that he was with them at the end i like that he had that little comment because you know it's a little bit of representation there with him and esperanza where he says uh are you a super meta too she's like yeah but i'm kind of behind the scenes and he's like but what's your name like you need to step from behind the scenes and own who you are so that's kind of an indication of her doing a little bit more with her powers exploring a little bit more what she can do with her powers being out in the field i'm sure that's going to be something we're probably going to see a little bit more of especially since uh looks like (laughs) once again frost is being or caitlin's being set up to be the bad guy and i think that pretty much concludes the episode um i hope we get iris back next week (laughs) but i will say an episode without iris two episodes was episodes without iris um i haven't despised them and i think that they have uh, done a fairly good job of balancing out the cast but i do miss her seriously i miss her a lot (laughs) and we only have one two three four episodes left of the season so oh also no news on who is going to be the next bad guy uh uh it? shy was saying whatchamacallit <laughs> shy was saying that it probably is reverse flash and i understand if it's reverse flash i'm just desperately biasly still wanting what i want and and it's my feelings and <laughs> i'm not saying they're correct and i'm not even gonna say i'm gonna be disappointed because i did say i well i will be disappointed in the sense of it's not what i wanted but i won't be dragging it because i did say i was going to be dragging it but this week i feel differently <laughs> so it's just going to be a matter of how it presents itself on my screen and i think that's fair i think that's a fair thing to expect from anyone um when you are dealing with your expectations versus what is actually being presented it is comic canon Uh, that's something that was also brought up by salsa and that's absolutely true i cannot debate that whatsoever so if it is the reverse flash once again coming back to wreck hate havoc on barry's life it, i'm sure they're gonna do it well and uh it will be nice to see tom cavanaugh once again 
because I haven't seen those sexy blue eyes on the screen in, in quite some time. Quite some time. We do have feedback, so let's hop on into the mailbag. What up, Cena? It's Mimi. This is feedback for The Flash. I didn't realize we were on episode 16 of season 8. I just looked because I forgot. I thought we were on 15. Dang, I can't believe I've seen 16 episodes <laughs> of season 8. It does not, uh, time is just like flying by. Anyway, um, I am going to send this off. I just got off work. I'm in my car sitting in the parking lot before I drove off. I was like, I got off a little earlier than I anticipated. So why don't I try and just give a um, quick little synopsis of my feelings. So I did write notes. So the first thing I wanted to say was I did really, really like this episode. Um, I know there's going to be some... Uh, I guess uh, Iris West Allen fans that are not going to like me. I should say Candace Patton fans when I say this. But I was okay with her not being in this episode. Don't get me wrong. I, I love my girl and I missed her. But her not being in this episode didn't take away its greatness. Like I really enjoyed and all I ever expect is for them to acknowledge that Iris be existing. Like when they like when she was in the Mirrorverse and like there would be like it would be some like something that they're doing that's overshadowing the fact she's not around but like nobody would even like acknowledge that my girl is missing we can't get to her Barry don't even like they don't they don't they make it a point not to even bring it up like she just don't exist for an episode and stuff like that pisses me off but we know when Barry got some of the steel force and he was like, I just know she's okay. And then like they they um they had Barry uh like you know say something about it. You know, she's safe, I know she's good. Um, you know, we know that they're worried about her. Um, but she wasn't there and it was okay. Um, I really enjoyed this episode and um one of the things I loved about it was um the fact that we got to see Captain Singh, um, I was not expecting him to to show up. I'm not. I don't like. I don't do spoilers. So I don't look at stuff like that. So I didn't know he was going to be making a guest appearance. I don't even remember seeing his name in the credits. So I honestly didn't didn't expect it. I love though how he was like, "Oh, don't worry. Um, Kramer's going to think that Barry Allen is." Uh, helping me and he was like well actually she knows and he was like wait what <laughs> he was like really mad he's like well she figured it out and he was like well i figured it out first <laughs> barry's face is so funny he's like well, yeah <laughs> i don't know why that was so cute and i know that like we were just talking about how joe like just comes he just pops up every now and then to uh to give a pep talk um but in this episode, oh my god, I just had to pause it because I just had a freaking yawn attack. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you could tell when I paused, but that just came out of nowhere. 
thought I should maybe start driving home because the yawn attack just wouldn't stop. Anyway, in this episode, we got to have someone give Joe a pep talk. And I loved it. I loved every second about it. Second of it. It was it was great. And I love how like people that like if anyone knows Joe, you know, like and this is like outside of, you know, you're my father or my father figure, um, you you know me as like personally, you know me from work, you were my boss, you were my peer. And I like him giving him a pep talk because it was real. And I love the fact that he acknowledged that Barry is who he is because of Joe. And one of the things, I can't remember what season or what episode or what even about. I just remember, I just remember Barry telling Joe that he, like, you know, he owed everything to him or something to that effect. And I remember seeing people mad that Barry thought Joe was like the most important person in his life. Because if you think about it, that makes sense. Because if it wasn't for Joe, Iris wouldn't even exist. Barry wouldn't be who he was. He would legit have turned into fucking Zoom. We saw how <laughs> Barry was when he doesn't have Iris. And, you know, his spirit is gone. And he's a monster. He turns into Savitar, which is fucking Zoom. Zoom and Savitar, I would love to see them go head-to-head. That would be um, a boss-ass fight if I can say so myself. So, I I agree with that. Like, Barry is who he is. Not because of the bolt of lightning. It was because Joe, even though he was a single father already, and anybody who knows dad, I, I don't know if being a single dad makes you better at stuff, maybe, but I know Darren act like he can't do shit when he with Darren. Or I'm sorry, when Darren is with Darren. Like, why is it that I'm, I can be with our kid and I still manage to do everything else that exists in life that still needs to be done, but you act like taking care of your son renders you helpless. I can't do anything because I'm taking care of this kid. So I don't know, maybe being a single dad, you learn to deal with stuff but better. I would hope that you're not incapable like other men. But being a single parent in general, whether you're a single mom or a single dad, it's just hard. And I only know like from just small cases where Darren's out of town and I'm, it's just me and I'm trying to juggle stuff. I'm not a single mom all the time. So I can't even imagine how being a single parent is all the time. But not only were you a single parent to a daughter, but you took in a boy who just had the most horrendous shit happen to him. And in Joe's mind, he thought his he thought Barry's dad was guilty. So he's taking in basically a murderer's son. But he raised him like he was his own kid. And that in itself is amazing. And the fact that people don't bring that shit up all the time really boggles my mind like Joe Joe is the reason Barry is so awesome and then like when you think about like the things like that just come up in conversation he paid for Iris's and Barry's college he um got him in dance stuff he like you know took sent him to camp and stuff like that so not only did he raise him but he treated him like he was his own kid and I'm just glad that somebody finally pointed that shit out I don't know why it hit me in the field the way that it did, but that scene 
I watched it like three times because I fucking loved every second of it. I freaking loved it. So it was it was so good. Um, let me see. I, I know those are the points that I really enjoyed. Um, I also liked, first of all, the D&D thing. I don't know how anybody plays that shit. It looks boring as fuck. And maybe you have to have like a super, like you have to be a certain type of a person. But I don't like like those, like, oh, I forget what they're called. Those anime conventions and stuff like that. Those uh, like active play or whatever the hell you call it. Shit like that is boring to me. I'll read a story about stuff like that. But I'm not going to play a game. So maybe that's why I've never been interested in. But the way Joe came out of there at the end of the episode, like 100% wrapped up in the gear and that glass. And I'm looking, is that man drinking Hennessy? And then when he said, I'm going to teach you how to play spades, I about fell out my chair. I was like, he drunk as fuck. There is definitely Hennessy in that fucking cup. He was not going to tell me that man wasn't back there getting blasted. As he was reading that damn 600-page manual. You guys would be fucking kidding me. A manual on how to play 600 pages? Bitch, please. I will read a book for 600 pages, but I'm not going to read an instruction manual for 600 pages. You got to be out of your damn mind. That's just absolute asinine. But just it was just funny. And I don't know what it is about Allegra. I heard like portrayal of this D&D girl just comes across as so phony. Like it just doesn't feel real. I don't know why. The character of Chester, I can believe, plays Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> but I just, for some reason, I can't get behind the Allegra one. Like, even, like, her voice and when she's playing, it just sounds so artificial. And I don't know why. And it doesn't make sense. So don't ask me. It's just how I feel. I can't help it. When she talks about Dungeons and Dragons or D&D, it annoys me because it sounds so fake. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, I, I'm trying to, hold on, let me, I'm going to look at my notes to see if I forgot anything. Oh my god, I was so, like, thirsting over Joe that I forgot the actual, like, story plot. <laughs> Barry, with his curious case of, Grant, uh, what is it, Barry Allen? <laughs> Getting old. That shit was so funny and sad at the same time. I don't know what it was about, like, maybe because I... I care for old patients, and I, I've seen how dementia can be. Like, there's some people, like, you just, I don't know, patients can be so different. Some patients are so fucking confused, but it's cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can give you an example. I had a patient who, for some reason, she was confused as fuck. She had dementia. But for some reason, she thought that she had seven hearing aids on the table there was literally nothing there and why would someone have seven hearing in two years but whatever like the other nurses were like there's nothing there she was getting fucking pissed off about it like angry you guys are gonna break my hearing aids so i just pretended to scoop up something and like put it in a cup and close it and i was like i'm just gonna put them here so we don't lose them we we don't want to lose all of these you know, you're going to need them to hear. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. And then she promptly went to sleep and she wasn't a problem for the rest of the night. Cute as hell. She was adorable. But she, when you fuck with her imaginary hearing aids, she turned into a vicious creature. 
I have no idea. And then there's those dementia patients that try to hit you and spit on you and tell you not to steal. Tell the black nurse not to steal. Like, be like, you don't be stealing my stuff. Like, you are on a fixed income, sir. I do not want your dentures, okay? You ain't got shit. Everything in here belongs to this hospital. Even the diapers you're wearing. Shut up. And they get on your fucking nerve. So maybe that's why that shit was so funny to me because I was thinking about work. <laughs> but when he was just wandering the hall, like it was so sad and so funny. And I, I, I was laughing, but then I felt bad because it's Barry. And you know, you're only supposed to, what is Barry? Like 32, 33. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, he's so young, but he's old. Uh, um, and then um, when, uh, uh Cecile said what did how did she say it she goes when did you get so stubborn I was like bitch where have you been am I are we talking about the same Barry Allen that motherfucker stay stubborn when he got his mind set on something that he look just the last episode he was hell-bent on listening to Dion even though Joe was telling him why like you know why are you having so much faith in in Dion he was being stubborn then too talking about you're not this stubborn yes the fuck he is <laughs> girl bye you don't pay attention at all do you not do you feel his stubbornness are you feeling it oh god she wasn't bad in this episode so i'm not gonna drag her because i actually thought cecile was adorable i loved how she was like nurturing um even though she act like she ain't got a daughter that's grown as hell she only acts like jenna's the only child she has she is a very nurturing woman even though like i'm assuming i in my mind i have a whole canon that her and her oldest daughter i don't remember what that girl's name is and i don't even care i just feel like they had a falling out um she dropped out of school for her dissertation to be a real stripper and now still don't want nothing to do with her that's what happened in my mind so still just pretends she doesn't exist because she disowned her like in my mind that's that's how i resolved that <laughs> whatever it works for me but she was very caring and so like motherly to Barry and it was adorable. Um, and this is the kind of Cecile that I want to see. I don't want you talking about your feelings. I don't want you using your fucking, your powers, however the fuck it's convenient. I don't want you using them at all. I want you to be there to be su supportive. You can be team flash without actually being in fucking team flash. We don't need you in the field. Everybody don't need to be in the field. Go sit next to Chester and, you know, do something motherly. Because even though he got grandma wrong, he, you know, he act like he don't have a mom. Maybe you could be his mom, too. You know? Um, now, I do believe that is all I had to say about this episode. Hopefully, everything, you can hear everything. Because the last time I sent you feedback, some of it didn't record for whatever reason. My phone be acting stupid. Um, so, hopefully, this all goes through. Um, I will be tuning in um, next week. I, it's going to be a busy week. I don't know exactly what I'm going to be able to do. But hopefully this next episode focuses on um, the time sickness that Iris has. Maybe we can get a glimpse into, where, glimpse into where she is. And they can squash this whole killer frost bringing her back to life thing. Because I really don't give a fuck. And I don't want to know anything about it. I, um, oh shit, I just remembered that Barry fucking destroyed her whole fucking lab. Damn, I totally forgot about that. 
so good. That's great. And I don't know why he felt the need to fucking destroy the whole lab with his lightning. Like, why couldn't you just run around real fast and collect everything? Why you gotta be so extra, Barry? I don't know. But that shit was fucking unexpected, and I was actually proud of it. Um, you you did what you needed to do, Barry, and I ain't even mad. Um, so hopefully that's the end of that. <laughs> I'm actually glad it ended up like this. I, I don't want them to fight about it. I don't want Caitlyn to even bring it up anymore. Now that he got rid of all your shit, let that be the end of it. Because um, that's honestly um, the best way to end that shit for me. Um, I can't believe I almost forgot about the <laughs> the ending. <laughs> I've just been so like gushing so much about Joe. That's all I that's all I remember about the episode. So much for my notes. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna end it here because I've already talked a lot. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. Uh, so you did go out a little bit in your feedback but you were just like far away from your phone or something but i can probably go ahead and amplify that and uh get that amplified for you so it doesn't sound different i can't tell when you pause but i clearly can see it on the audio so i can i'm able to correct it i always correct uh shy's i never tell her (laughs) well now you found out uh it's not anything you're doing wrong in the recording on first she uh, you just sound really low so i always amplify you up so that you're heard a little bit more loudly but uh i was able to hear everything that you had to say at least it went all the way through on my end i did forget the i'm glad that you liked this episode too because i wasn't sure (laughs) you know i know it can be very divisive sometimes regarding certain episodes but um i'm glad that you really enjoyed this one as much as i did and for the exact same reasons too as far as the one scene with david and and barry i forgot about that scene that was hilarious he's like she just got here (laughs) i figured it out first i love that I agree Candace Patton not being in the episode and it still being good like that should be allowed I think that's a strong showing of a show that you don't need to have the fan favorite in the episode to for the episode to be successful like that should be as it is that's a a good compliment um and shouldn't be attacked in any way or capacity (laughs) and to do so is really strange and odd and a little psychotic zoom first versus avatar look bitch you put that shit out in the universe and now i need to see it like for real like can we just have like one upside down day or a different universe (laughs) just so we can make that shit happen uh they did it in game of thrones no they kept saying they wanted what is it uh game bowl forever and they made that shit happen in the last season so i'm gonna put that out there in the universe i'm or at least i'm gonna co-sign that out there in the universe since you already did being a single parent with a child that's why i get have so much respect for shy because she got three because bitch one one oh that might actually be worse because at least the three have each other one all uh, oh lord she be living up my tit i'm like oh my god 
like i'll be seeing her 12 times in one hour like that's too much it's too much she don't understand i ain't getting no breaks either i don't get no breaks you haven't had one little ass this this year i had zero break he got her one except he hasn't seen her except since september it's the last time he saw his child <laughs> but i think it's very important to highlight the fact because let's just not pretend in the black community we ain't got a problem with black fathers showing up being black fathers so to have joe be the pinnacle of that yeah he should definitely be given his credit where the credit is due and i like how the fact that he he gave birth to iris shit (laughs) that is the seed in which she came from all right Uh, he definitely had hennessy in that cup if it wasn't hennessy it was bourbon but i'm gonna lean with hennessy as well and spades is my game as soon as he said that i was like yeah let's just throw off the dungeons and dragons and let's play spades um i'll be uh curious to hear because you didn't mention how i thought this was and i'd be wrong about my theories clearly so i could just be off on that one as well about caitlin being it it feels as if she's being like ain't nobody even mentioned her name and you last like four episodes ago allegra was all ride or die for the whole caitlin frost situation and she ain't even checked in that was a nice thing you did for that lady with the ear uh with the ear ear hearing aids that's what i meant to say i for some reason just stuck on the first word uh because a lot of people argue with the dementia patients and i'll be looking at them like why are you doing this you know they have dementia (laughs) why are you trying to convince them no just go along go along with what they're saying because that is going like i i i always never get that like i feel like that's so very basic is that you pretty much know that this is someone who has uh, uh, so i'm glad to hear that you are a smart nurse because <laughs> i would have been chastising all of my peers and co-workers like what are you doing why 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 are you thinking trying to convince her you know she like the, the least you can do is play along and she was very motherly to barry and i agree i do like that aspect of cecile's characterization and he didn't have no mama so it's nice that he has a black mama and a black daddy (laughs) and chester clearly does need a mother too because grandma runk eventually she just gonna die off screen (laughs) she either gonna die off screen or she gonna show up and they're gonna have an allegra chester grandma runk episode oh my god now that i said it is definitely coming in the future that's all the thoughts we have on this episode i'm sure shy will be back next week actually not next week because i just saw that looking at the flash um the jumping schedule it looks like well no it says june 8th yeah that is a week yeah because next week is uh june 3rd is on the tuesday or wednesday so we are taking a week break so keep that in mind if you want to send feedback for our next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.